0: Hello and welcome to another Anim Dojo podcast. My name is Tom Box, co-founder of Anim Dojo, and I'm in the good company of the Anim Dojo crew plus a few guests. So we have here uh, Katie. Hi,
1: uh, I'm a community
2: manager at Anim Dojo and a recruiter at Blue Zoo.
0: And we have uh, Grace.
2: Hi, I'm Grace. I'm the marketing coordinator at Anim Dojo and at Blue Zoo.
0: And of course, Bader.
3: Hi, I'm Bader. I'm a co-founder of Anim Dojo and currently Anim Soup at uh, Axis.
0: Excellent. So, but actually today we're joined by two very special guests.
3: Hi, I'm Tena. I'm a
4: character designer at the Zoo currently.
0: Excellent. And Nicholas.
5: Hi, I'm Nicholas. I'm staying in Paris at the moment and I'm a character designer in Illumination Girl
0: excellent so you might be wondering uh what these lovely guests are uh, doing on our podcast today well that's because we decided to set off on an adventurous new series of um episodes on the anime dojo podcast entitled what actually is a blank where the blank is a specific job title such as 2d layout artist or um art director for those times when you might be thinking about what actually is that role uh but not entirely 100 percent sure what that role is so we're trying to Explain that uh, to set up what actually is that uh, job role. Um, and today we're chatting to some character designers. Hopefully, a character designer is uh, easy to understand job role, but we'll find out if we actually do know what it is. So, really want to start off with. You know, I assume a character designer just draws like characters they wanna they make up in their head and draw up all day long, and that sounds amazing. Is that what it actually is?
4: Um, well, we do get to, you know, contribute creatively and create characters, but there is a little bit more to it. There's a bit more technical aspect to just uh, being very creative and having fun all day long. Well,
0: Nicholas, yeah, for me,
5: yeah. Um, I think like a character designer is really interesting uh, role because he can contribute to the story. Uh, but he's always uh, supporting the director. He's the one really like uh, managing the story and the style of the movie with the art um, director. And so you're, you're just like a tool for them to be more creative and to find new ideas.
0: Okay. Does that mean you have to be quite flex, flexible and versatile <laughs> with your styles? Or are you, are you more picked on your, your style that you have?
5: I think, like, a good character designer needs to change style uh, quite easily, but you can always put something of yourself inside.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think a, a big reason why a certain designer is chosen over the other is not necessarily the the quality of the, of the art. Obviously, the quality has to be on the same level, but um, they are looking for someone who can Whose own voice can contribute to this specific story? Because you know, everyone has a very specific and individual style and voice. And whilst they do adapt to the style of the project, uh, they choose them. They they are chosen based off of like, do they have that something that we need to like really level up the story? Can they really uh, 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 help us push this into making it way better? Then,
0: yeah. So I guess in in that sense of the. Uh of the skills needed to do that. Is it, is it pure just drawing skills? What, what other skills do you think that uh, you had that really led to you getting that job other than just being able to draw? Because if you're saying you need to kind of interpret uh, the characters and stuff, uh, what, 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 what does that need? What type of person does that, the skills that person need to have?
5: I think there are different kind of um, uh, stages in character design. This the first one is more creative and, and putting more story inside, so you don't need to have like a great uh, uh, technical skills. So, but then when you go more in the specific uh, part of the production, when you need to make like for example in a CG movie, you need to be able to represent like volumes uh, and anatomy and structure really well. So are different kind of stages that they might be. Um, Really different, uh, and that's the funny part of the job because you can be really versatile and do different things all the time.
3: Yeah, does it? Yeah, I think. Oh, oh go ahead, go ahead.
4: <laughs> no, it's, I, I just wanted to add like, um, a lot of departed people often forget is storytelling because that's what we are doing in the end, and design is just uh, adding and expanding. The story and making it make sense and making it making it stronger. It's uh, it's something that's obviously neglected alongside of the the technical the technical aspects. you know you need you need to be you need to technically be able to like develop the design for everyone else in the in the animation pipeline, the animators and the riggers and everyone to use it. But you also have to like further the story, which is just very interesting.
3: Yeah, because I think I think it's like you might do something and you think it looks nicer because you prefer it and you think, I like that hairstyle or I like that look, but in reality, it's not serving the story. And yes. that might be something that you need to then ha- be a bit more aware of. I guess the question I was, I, I'm trying to think of is when did you, did you know that coming into it? Or was that something you learned as you were progressing with your job? Like you started to, realized that it was actually more about the story, less about the just the drawing skills?
5: I think uh, at the beginning the um, charming part of the character designer is when you like exploring shapes uh, and colors and line and techniques, but then um, I think it's just the first approach and then slowly you discover that you need to make something for a story. And sometimes uh, even uh, your personal style can be really gorgeous, uh, but then uh, it's not really useful to produce a lot of exploration uh, or it's just like something superficial
0: that you can read off. Yeah. So it sounds like there's a lot to keep in mind at the same time when you're doing the character. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, what in, in that? So gone?
4: Sorry, no, like, it does start off by just, you know, trying to, like, just enjoying the drawing, obviously, but, like, with every department and every, uh, 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 every department in animation or in design or illustration or whatever, you kind of start realizing that there is a bigger part of it, and you're like, oh, can I, oh, I, I like this drawing, but, like, if I put it here, does it oh I can put it here and I can put it here but it doesn't really work but if I change this then it works and you start getting these little light bulbs and clicks in your head and you're like oh so like it just sort of like grows and branches out and spreads with different experience and inspiration and things you learn along the way it's just a very fun process.
0: Does that do you you kind of tend to kind of guess what the the feedback's going to be and kind of use that does that does that get easy do you find that there's Less feedback, or you do it, or does it make no difference? The the long the the more years you, you do it.
4: I think it's the years. I think it's like how comfortable you are with the project. Because obviously, right. even if you know everything, like my art director comes and he's very uh, uh, experienced and he absolutely knows what what he's doing. But a new project creates new problems and new problems right. to solve, and new uh, new questions arise. And you do something, and you're like, oh, I like this, but then you realize, oh, it doesn't work for rigging or oh it doesn't work for the budget or it doesn't whatever and you and and you still have to troubleshoot and troubleshooting and feedback is doesn't necessarily mean you're, you're bad it just means you're you're learning and exploring and researching
5: yeah that's why i think like uh, you always need to love what you're doing but you that that thing doesn't have to be the final one I think after the, you have you receive the feedback from the director, you understand that you can improve it a lot, actually, and you can push the comedy of the character or the proportions uh, more and more. And um, I'm learning this a lot uh, working for a feature film, because um, I think for advertising, um, the time is really reduced uh, but in feature is really long. And so you can explore way, way more and uh, really going completely different directions. Mostly I think uh, at the beginning the, to find that the main character is really difficult. And then uh, when you get used to it, to the style, uh, you can keep working on it and it becomes more natural. Yeah, yeah.
0: Is, is it is it weird seeing your your character kind of in the final thing once it's been fully animated? What's, what's that like? Yeah. <laughs> it's
4: very fun. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is also with people don't like, always realise is that if you're a designer, especially if you start very early in um, in the process, uh, people can be very precious about their work and about their designs. That's why some people don't take very, very well to feedback, because they take it very personally. But you actually don't always see your design on screen, you don't always see your work on the screen in the final version, even if you worked on it for a year or two which is something that people don't really expect. They think, oh, you draw something and then it's like, and everyone loves it and it's on the screen and they just moving, and it's great.
2: Yeah,
5: and yeah. I, think, I think it's also like a teamwork because um, most of the time there is not only one character designer in a studio. So you, uh, there are different people exploring the same character and then the art director, you pick the parts they prefer the most for the director. And then it, uh, he he asks you to put everything together and make like a Frankenstein of it.
0: <laughs> so you've got to be, I guess, quite receptive and have a thick skin if you're kind of being put in competition with the rest of the team to come up with the character. And everyone's doing similar versions, and one gets picked. That sounds a bit like a kind of a X, X factor of character. Yeah.
4: But it's not a competition because you you're doing it. You know, you're doing it in a team, and you're all sort yeah. of like feeding off each other, and it's like. You're building it together, you know. It's, I mean, I feel like in the teams, the yeah, I've experienced, it's not very competitive. It's very. But positive. I guess
0: you, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is you could, uh, you could view that as a competition. So it takes a, t- the right type of person who'd view that as a collaborative thing rather than a me versus them kind of thing. I guess. I have a question. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh,
3: all right, go ahead, Grace.
2: Um, yeah. Do you have any advice for people about um, who might um, be having trouble being, you know, maybe feeling precious about their own work, um, starting to let go of the work that you're creating? Because I expect there's a certain, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a certain degree of that in character design where you design something, but it will evolve and it will change as it goes through all of the stages.
5: Yeah, I think um, at the beginning, maybe you love something so much that when someone gives you feedback, uh, you feel really like, uh, oh, they're touching my baby. But, <laughs> then, uh, but then when you give up that idea, you understand that it's for a good purpose. And then uh, you, you notice that actually, when you look back, uh, the design right now is better than before.
4: Yeah and I think that's a big reason why I've done some uh, portfolio reviews and people come with these gorgeous finished beautifully rendered and polished uh, uh, um, characters and environment like you know and all these things and it's all a gorgeous illustration it's a it's a style frame you know and it's beautiful and sometimes they're very shocked that I tell them like oh you should like just include your rough sketches and your roughs and they're like oh no but that's it's not pretty enough actually the reason why you always do a lot of rough, quick drawings is because you cut it up and you change it and you change proportions. And you, you have to like draw a lot and then throw it away and then draw something else and then have to be really quick about it. And that's sort of what stops you from being precious because when you do spend like hours and hours of rendering this gorgeous character in this beautiful environment, and then someone says, yeah, that's great, but um, change the nose, change the hair and make them like really squat and, da, 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 and you're like, but I spend all, all this time on this character, yeah. what yeah. So, but if you have like a rough sketch, you just like lasso the tool and you grab it, you blah, 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 erase, yeah. sketch over, and it's done. <laughs> yeah, and, I uh, mean, that's a, oh, sorry,
1: Nicholas.
5: No, just uh, this thing makes me thinking about some challenge uh, about character design on internet, That people, uh, they used, they always love uh, the one more, Refine with the good lighting, but that's not the job. That's not what we have to do. Like uh, we we can do also that, but that one is like a basic skill. It's like learning how to dance classic music, and then uh, you can make modern like dance after. Yeah. And that's our job to break the style to make something new, and don't stick to the like mainstream uh, movement.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, when we're recruiting and and looking for character designers, um, I know that our art directors, they're looking for ideas in a portfolio. So it kind of touches a lot on, on what you guys have been saying when it's about the kind of how far can a designer explore what ideas do they have? It's not about that kind of perfect rendered finish. It's about kind of offering to the to, to the team and to the director here are the ideas that i have here's the different directions a character can take and and offering those different pathways and it's and it's much more about that kind of generation side rather than you know here is one perfect finished character that might not fit your yeah. exact vision because otherwise there's a bit of a disconnect i guess why, do you guys think that's, that's the why case during my
5: During my process, uh, I always do the first stage is really experimenting a lot Mm -hmm. and trying completely different styles. And then when the the director likes something, he picks one, and then I develop different shapes, uh, different characters, but with that style, with that approach. Yeah. And so on, like, uh, just like building something together. Yeah. So,
1: so with you obviously um there's the the really like conceptual experimental idea stage what is kind of a a much later stage of character design tenor i know i've kind of seen you work and when you're getting down to the like really nitty-gritty where the turnarounds are like exact as they can be and and perspectives and you're really narrowing down the details what's the kind of final stages of a character design like what do you do
4: well once when we agree on the thing that we like we sort of clean it up you know it's, it's very rough before that it's first it's silhouettes and then it's this and then it's that and we have whole exploration pages and then we clean it up and we're like okay this is perfect and then we do do a turnaround and then we do expressions and then we do, that. this is the technical part that I was saying, so you will do everything that uh, is needed for this uh, character to be animatable and for this character to be usable. So you're doing this job for the animated, for the riggers, for the animators, for the layout artists, for everyone, so uh, they know exactly what this expression looks like from this angle, what this expression, like, you know, how they're going to build it into the character and uh, I I think that's also really fun. Honestly, yeah. like, a lot of people <laughs> find it very technical, but I, I really love expressions. It's what, make, it what makes them, like, really come alive, you know, and you're like, yeah. oh, this is a character that's gonna yeah. do this thing. Uh, and you, but you have to be very, very precise, because, you know, obviously, depending if you're doing 2D or 3D, um, and if it's, um, if it's gonna be rigged 2D, if it's, what, hand-drawn, uh, you still need, everyone needs, like, a really good reference that they can so that it all looks beautifully in uniform, so you have to be very precise in this,
5: in this bit. Yeah, Yeah, for example, for me, like, um, at the moment I'm working for a CG movie. Um, After the exploration, there is another artist uh, that makes, like, a virtual maquette with ZBrush, and then makes the character in 3D and then um, um, usually me or the art director, we give three takes uh, in two D on the top of the like front view, side view, three quarter, and um, and so on. We keep fixing the model until it gets uh, charming, like the first concept on two D.
3: I think you guys answered some of the question. One of the questions I was going to ask, um, but I think the one thing that, like for example. The more I learn about character design, the more I realize that personally, I'm not built for it, even though I love to draw. You know, I'm being 100% honest, you know, um, and I'm sure there are other people like that out there who probably are listening to this and thinking that. So when you're like starting out, what, what, what are like tips you can give to someone who's thinking about character design, but maybe they're more of an illustrator. And I don't know, like, is there a difference between the two, like just being a purely, you know, an illustrator who does like, you know, a uh, career as you know, the illustrations that are fully rendered versus someone who works in animation, uh, in pre-production in character design, you know, just because it's drawing, it can be misleading to think it's the same thing. Whereas yeah. I, I listen to that and I think, okay, it, it might be something that I would have wanted to try maybe early on in my career, but I can see my knowing my way of work that I am the kind of person who prefer to stick to doing one really beautiful drawing, as opposed to like make making all these iterations and changes. But that's part of the job, you say. So, what are, like some tips to give people like to identify whether which seems more like based on your experience, of course.
5: Yeah, like um, me and Tena, we we studied in the same school, and I remember one of our teacher.
0: Um,
5: <laughs> he was saying. He was saying like. Uh, um, the approach for illustration is to look at something for a long time and discover all the details uh, in it. But animation is something quick, like maybe you see a scene for one second. And uh, so you need to have the feeling of something, but it has to be uh, easy to, to understand. Like for, That's why we work a lot with silhouette, because with the silhouette, you already can get uh, which kind of character it is that one. And then you go in details after.
3: So just because you like illustration does not necessarily mean you can just make it in character design. They're very different and it's good to know the difference. Yeah. Yeah.
5: For
4: example, I in my personal time, I only draw illustration because I really love illustration and I feel very inspired. I have a lot of very talented friends, you know, like Nicholas <laughs> I like to look at the stuff and It's like, oh, it's so good. And I love illustration. I like, like book illustrations for example but um for but before as I was working I realized I don't have the patience and the commitment to focus on one single thing like I want to draw this character but what if they look like this and what if they look like this and what if they and what if they da, 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 and I have like all these ideas and I want to get them out of myself and I'm and in the end they have this like exploration sheet of, of these characters of this granny and then I'm like like for example I want to draw like a really fancy grandma with big glasses and like fluffy hair and extravagant clothes and so, so funny but in the end when I draw her I'm like oh okay I'm good I don't have to do this illustration anymore like I got it out of
1: my, I got it out of my system yeah
5: yeah I think I think it's the same for me because um usually on Instagram I always post uh, concept or like illustrations or something really experimental with uh, different techniques like um, mostly in digital i like to explore different brushes but it's something that it helps me to switch off the character design part of me and then uh, go in something more relaxing and maybe i have some ideas i want to do like Tena i was saying and, and that's it and then i feel better it's like, a, <laughs> it's like a tea break. Because <laughs> yeah.
4: then you can like really focus in on the details and you're like, ah, oh, yes, yes,
5: yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, in that sense, going back to that kind of uh, the early stages of your, of your career, how you started out this, how did you kind of know you wanted, this was the job you wanted to go for? Or did you kind of like discover the job uh, in terms of that, that educational path? How did that, how did that work out?
4: It's very funny, because when you say you want to be a character designer, especially, you know, in an interview, or something people do tend to be like, everyone wants to be a character designer. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, 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 sure. Like everyone, like you and my grandma as well. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so it's very, so sometimes it's a bit tricky to know, like, oh, do I just like mm-hmm. want to do it because it sounds fancy? Or do I want to do it because I really genuinely love it? Am I even good at it? You know, do you, am I just saying that because it came up in my brain? Because everyone's like, oh yeah, character design, yeah. you know. but uh, I think with with practice, you do know where you where you go. Like, you know, if something pulls you and you go towards something. For like, you know, if uh, uh, um, if drawing like, if you really do enjoy drawing expressive poses and you know, uh, uh, um, inter- character interactions and like all, all these things and you love drawing silhouettes with different shapes and da, da, da. you know, something tells me maybe background painting isn't for you. Maybe this thing that you really, that just like comes out of you very naturally and that you're most comfortable with is the thing that you should go, because people have these ideas of like, oh, I should be doing this, because this is better to do. Actually, the thing that you're most most comfortable with is normally the thing that you're the best with, because you sort of understand it and you have a knack for it. So I think like over time and over practice, the same with style, with your personal style and blah, 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 it's something you sort of fall into, it's something that just makes sense to you. Yeah.
5: Yeah, so I think like, uh, for example, for me, I always wanted to make characters, but then during school and um, making like our um, graduation movie, I discovered different part of the pipeline. So I enjoying also making like backgrounds, uh, layout, uh, like prop design and concept. But then uh, after that, I thought, what I want to do like for the rest of my life or for a long part of my life. Uh, and and then I, I felt like a character design makes me more happy. So I started to work hard on that. Uh, and then uh, talking to a lot of people, showing my works and try to get more feedback as possible. Like um, during NC Festival, I always go to do the speed recruiting and, and it's super useful because uh, people in big production, they can tell me like what they want and what they want to see. And most of the time, they always want like a story behind, them. and doesn't have to be like a super charming design, but it can be like a simple design, but with a lot of story behind it can contribute to a feature film. So, like um, I think, like uh, being oh, sorry, being technically really good is good like for certain character designer, but then uh, others, they can be less good technically, but they can have great ideas.
2: I wanted to ask you guys, um, so Tena, you said that a character designer is quite a desirable role. Um, and I've noticed it too, when I go to shows, a lot of people come to me and say, I would like to be a character designer. Um, I wonder, um, I feel like you kind of touched on it there, Nicholas, but I'm wondering, um, what would you suggest as something to give you the edge to get you the job if if you're giving advice to somebody um so maybe what do you think um kind of snags you the job what was the the aspect you had on your side or what what's something that you would um retrospectively kind of advise somebody does?
4: Sorry, is That's that a really question? <laughs> I mean, that is the question. Yeah, <laughs> what, what to do to land a job that you really want? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: Definitely, one of them is being lucky. That's definitely one, and all of them being in the right place in the right time. Yeah,
4: I know insanely good people, but the thing is, if you're looking for a job even if it's a perfect studio that does the perfect work for you but they're like mid production and they don't need a designer. Yeah. They can't hire you if if they don't need a designer or if like you was you were perfect for this next this last show that they had but they're doing something else and it's just like a little bit different so someone else fits it. It doesn't mean you're bad it doesn't mean they don't like you. It doesn't mean yeah. that you're a bad designer. It just it's like so much of it is just right place and right time and i know it's not bad i know
5: it's not fun yeah. but that's right. <laughs> i think i think it's really important to do a lot of networking because going to festivals so mostly because you can see people in real life maybe coming from the us or like uh, other countries that you will never be able to meet in, in person in other occasions so um, I think like uh, you always need to be brave enough to go to talk to them and uh, show your works, and then um, or like just talk randomly, and then at the end you can say like, oh, this is my business card. If you want to check my Instagram account, or, like my portfolio, yeah. you can go. And um, or like um, I think it's also important to accept uh, at the beginning mostly like uh, every kind of work, like. Uh, Maybe in the thing you like to do, like character design, but accept also studios that are not so famous, because they, you can build like a personal uh, uh, curriculum that it will add you to the second stage, and then uh, and then so on. Like you make something new, and then another studio notice you, and it's also always the, like that.
3: Also, the people in those studios are not necessarily fixed there. They're not like that's it. Those yeah. ten people will be there for the rest of their lives. You know. Some yeah. of the people will move on to other studios and they'll remember you and yeah. it'll pick up, you know, like so many people have, have, have been literally through all the studios I've worked at have now been at the all, all the other studios. And it's like, I have friends at places that I've never even remotely come close to working at simply because I've worked with them in the past.
2: Yeah. Um, so yeah know, and, uh, sorry.
3: yeah. So yeah, networking, but basically is, is, uh, Yep. Big, big, big plus.
4: But networking isn't just, you know, like, oh, who you know, and they're going to like push, like nope. they're going to push you. It's, <laughs> not, it's not nepotism, you know, but, um, but people will rather prefer someone they hear about from a, a, a source they trust. Like, for example, if I come in, I'm like, this person is really great. And they have someone to vouch for them rather than a rando, you know, that they've never heard of, <laughs> yeah. and no one's worked with. It's less risk. It's basically yeah. less risk. And if they yeah. p- like the same person, they like two people the same. And someone says, yeah, but this is, this guy's like a really nice guy. He's like really friend Like he brings a good atmosphere. Cause that's also a big deal. Like, you know, if you're, if you're being a bit of a jerk, you know,
3: it's mm.
4: gonna, people move around the studios and the words gonna get around. So yeah. <laughs> that's what I really like, but also uh, uh, um, networking changes. Like we're online a lot now. You're online on Instagram. You have your yeah. thing. Like I spoke to a lot of great people just, just you know, on on Instagram. You know, uh, 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 am I gonna date this if I say this is during the quarantine?
2: <laughs>
3: no, no, no it's fine. Yeah. We are. We're, we're, we're in a quarantine. Yeah,
4: we're in a quarantine. You know, and people can't do Annecy this year. But I got my job in Annecy, You know, um, but uh, we're we're in quarantine, so you can't really you know physically go somewhere, but there yeah. is internet and people, I've heard from studios, they're like, we literally look up animation art on Instagram, yeah. and that's how we yeah. found yeah. our latest artists, which is, yeah. it's, it's crazy, but it, it, it does happen, so, um, and also a, a big thing is people, same thing, uh, uh Nicola said about, um, you know, don't be, you don't have to go, I don't know, to like, Walt Disney, the first job, or, or else <laughs> you, you fail, yeah. um, It's, but it's also, you don't have to, you don't have to land the perfect job for the first thing, like, if you just put your foot through that door, you don't have to, I know, I know insane character designers have started as animators and started as something else, you know, like, people move from uh, department to department, you know, some people start as animators and then they go to uh, uh, storyboard, which, you know, like, but storyboard is more simple than, no, it's not. (laughs) You know, okay. or uh, or they will go from I don't know layout to something else. So it's you don't have to land a perfect job, and you don't have to be very hard on yourself. Because if you do get in the studio, and then you can talk to the character designer and ask them like, Hey, what do you think? Hey, can you help me out? Look, look at myself, yeah. and they can give you the best advice, and you can see what they're doing, and you can see how they do their work and how they got the job, and you can be you can learn from that. So. Just take it in the environment and sort of like take everything as like you know, it's, it's a hero's journey we all love yeah. storytelling
5: I was,
0: <laughs> I was gonna ask on that on that note if, if you like really love drawing uh, obviously there are lots of different roles in an animation studio or pipeline that that you can do drawing for like you're saying whether it's storyboarding or, or, or you know a layout or uh, background design or prop design how what's what do you recommend? way people approach that, should they just try everything and and see where it goes? Or should people like really focus on like character design? How, what's the best way of tackling that?
5: I think, I think for my personal experience, uh, I wanted to do character design. So I was um, picking only the jobs uh, that they were asking to do character design. It depends like uh, every stages, you know, even model sheets, expressions, like uh, exploration is fine. And different studios even the not famous one, but I was trying because I want to work I wanted to work for um, big features. So usually for big production, they always want something specific. And if you build your portfolio on that uh, is more uh, juicy for them to to take you and um, but I think like for other studios, uh, maybe advertising, they want someone versatile. They can be able to switch like from character design to concept to storyboard uh, easily. It just uh, depends about the production.
4: Yeah, um, it's useful because for example, my first work was character and prop design, you know? So um, it is good to, um, in portfolio, you have to be specific obviously, like, you know, you have to tell people what you can bring to the table, what job you're applying for, you know, if you apply for character design and you have, um, if, like, for characters and you have, I don't know, more backgrounds and characters, and people are going to be like, oh, I don't understand this, um, but if you do include others, th- I always tell people, like, include everything that you know you're really good at because it can be used and it actually can be the thing that sort of, like, gets you, in the in the projects because they're like oh but this person actually has a great sense of environments and this can really help us on uh. well, this other thing where we actually need someone who can do it's very early on and in, in the project and we need someone to be sort of like tinkering like the designs of environments and characters and the moods and the light and blah blah blah. so it's uh if you know you're really good at something and if you're really comfortable in something i would say definitely add it to add it to your skill set because,
5: you know,
4: you also maybe get to do something else that you enjoy doing.
5: Yeah, for me, uh, for example, like in my portfolio, I like to change it every year to put new personal stuff. But then uh, mostly I focus on the character design, but then I add some concept art, uh, like based on that character to give more story background. And then maybe right. they, if they need like concept artist, they ask you to do that for a certain uh, period of the production. But I think like it's always good to have like a, one main task, one main job, and then a second one that you're also good at, right. but you're versatile in that.
0: Yeah. I, was, I wanted to ask, actually, you all touched on how, how important storytelling is as part of that character design process. So when a recruiter is looking at a portfolio, how can you really show you thought about storytelling when it comes to character design?
4: Uh, I like to uh, divide my portfolio into little projects and they don't have to be finished. They can be just your personal little ideas that you have sort of assembled and turned it into a, a mini baby pitch or something. Cause you know, people are like, oh, I hadn't worked on any big projects and I only worked in on my graduation. At your graduation film makeup projects half of my portfolio is just made up stories that i had and wanted to sort of like kick out so i deliv- delivered some characters explorations for the characters you know you have your finished character and you have your little yeah. your little sketches and your little roughs to show like i did some thinking coming to this and then i do uh some for example i do the house and i do like five different versions of their house like all very rough, monochrome, like, silhouettes, a bit of detail, but they're like, oh, and I didn't like, that. I had some options for the house, and I put this character through some post sheet, an expression sheet, this, that, I do some other character, make them interact, it, it can be like, three pages, it doesn't have to be anything big, it doesn't have to be a developed project, it doesn't have to have a finished product at the end of it, but they're like, oh, they can see this character through, from the beginning to the end, they can start with an idea and develop it, develop it into like something that we can really envision being used in a project and that's yeah. sort of what they want to see
5: okay. yeah for me for me for example uh, one of the first feedback i received was that my characters were a bit too stiff like always like a straight or like a, a Euro pose or something like that but doesn't bring a real story it, so um, I think it's good to explore um, acting more. That's why like, uh, animation is a good base for character design because you can, uh, you can be more creative in exploring poses. Uh, and, uh, and also like, uh, one important thing is to check references from mostly like um, uh, live action, real, uh, real people existing in life to be able to correlate to something credible, something that people know already. And you just, uh, you just um, use that approach that people feel like "Mm, it reminds me someone, but it's something new. So yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'd say like in a portfolio with character design, when we, when we look for storytelling, it's kind of looking at a character and being able to see their personality, being able to see how they would behave in a situation. That's Storytelling, set so it adds a narrative already of recognizing who that character is. So that's that's what character design is. That's what it is when it's an idea. It's the ideas of the personality behind the
5: aesthetic, is, is what you're yeah. trying to communicate, you know.
3: I, to ask... and I think, uh, sorry, okay, go ahead. No,
5: and uh, just last thing, and I think also with the basic rules of character design, like shapes uh, and colors and lines. Uh, you can uh, emphasize the story behind the character.
3: Yeah. Like,
5: uh, that's I'm, I'm that's gonna... the technique is good for the story.
4: Yeah. It's the same way uh, Nicholas said about um, with an environment versus an illustration, you only have a few seconds to see it in a film and you sort of have to get it without, you know, pausing the frame and then looking, oh, this is what this is. It's the same for a character. When, like, when you do, when you see a character, it sort of has to you sort of have to get the character straight away as soon as you see them. You know, like, you see Jafar, and you're like, right, he's evil, right? You know, it's, it makes sense. You see Genie, and you're like, oh, he's, he's really nice. He's all this soft, and he's, like, blobby, and, like, he's, like, really friendly, and he's has this big smile. It has to sort of – has the character has to make sense. It doesn't have to be, you know – it doesn't have to be uh, – so much on the nose you know to be like i am evil but it has to make sense with what they do and how they react because it's all a part of like one visual language the same way you build a project so the project makes sense for the story and it, it all sort of like clicks together very nice the design really has to click with the character but our job is to sort of like reverse engineer and be like okay but how is he gonna fit this like what makes him what makes this character so bubbly? What in her f- shape of her face makes this bubbly girl character really bubbly? What makes? Why is her hair whimsical? Why is her clothes like this? W- down to the silhouette and the shapes that you we build. We so you you know every character is built based on like shapes like a circle and a little triangle and a little thing. It all has to sort of. It's like it's it's Work very together. silly. To, it's very silly to analyze it like that like this. But like you have to see it and you, like. Ah, okay. I get, I don't have to ask questions about this character. I don't need to be explained who this is. I I have to like get it.
3: Yeah. Well, I wanted I wanted to ask something that that I personally do for myself, as as an animator, as a artist in general. Um, is it was a concept that was given to me a long time ago, and I was wondering if there's something that you guys have similarly in character design, where basically it's like it's called like a morgue. It's like a I just put in it anything that inspires me. You know, and it helps me to become better, whether it's just in terms of style, in terms of um, acting, in terms of, you know, if I, if I see something on Instagram, I'll save it in that, like in my folder. Um, I used to have that with Pinterest as well. Uh, basically, anything I like, it just it's just that one place, it's a dump for everything. Um, so my question basically is, and I heard that from some animator a long time ago, and it really helped me. I was wondering if there's any like tip that you do that you would like to maybe share that has to do with like how you keep your skills sharp, how you, it's like, even if it has nothing to do with a very specific thing to character design, but something that, that you find yourself doing that helps you, um, that you feel elevates your work and that gives you that extra edge or that keeps you inspired in your job. I don't,
4: I don't do this enough. So I'm going to be a bit hypocritical saying it, but, and I know everyone says it all the time, but life drawing is, and, and drawing, it doesn't have like, drawing from life, you know, like go in the street and draw, like if you see like a really funny grandpa on a scooter in the street, you know, like try to think like, what, what's funny about him? How can like, like if you can draw him, but instead of as a character designer, instead of just like, know drawing a perfect portrait of him if you can make him a character of something that's interesting that's like that is your you're taking real life references and you're taking like uh, uh inspiration from everything around you which is which is more you know obviously bigger than what we can come up with with our own brains just draw from life
0: yeah. not just
4: pretty pinterest girls children yeah. pretty pinterest girls in different clothes yeah. that you want to wear is not character design i know it's very unpopular i'm called out by it everyone's called out by it we all like to do it
3: not
1: character design draw those grandpas <laughs> kids
3: draw those
5: grandpas yeah.
1: is that the tagline yeah. of this podcast
5: <laughs> and uh, uh for me for example i like to collect um uh, children uh, illustrated books, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, art books, uh, and then uh, watching a lot of movies, uh, and um, and even like on social media, I always um, uh, keep like uh, the interesting styles that I like in one folder because um, it helps me to refine my personal style and to put elements of something that I found that it was interesting. Like, uh, for example, there is a nice show like on a a TV show, and then uh, I like uh, that kind of style. And I'm trying to analyze why I like it, which kind of elements, uh, it's charm is different from different styles. Like for example, um, like there was like a spider spider verse. And that was a really uh, like explosion of new style in animation and, and then I try to analyze why I liked it. uh, And and mostly like the way they render it, uh, it was super cool. And so I try to put some elements of that in my in my personal style and so on. Like um, when I find something cool, I try to implement my personal style and build something more
3: interesting. Mm-hmm. I think there was a book called Steal Like an Artist. I don't know if you guys have yeah. heard. <laughs> basically the, the theory is that nothing is original and you basically, a good artist is someone who can see something and then they know why they like it and they adapt some of that into their own work. And then that is what makes it original is that you've taken something and you've adapted it to your own style. And then over time it evolves and people keep evolving Mm -hmm. art that way by constantly taking from each other until new forms start to emerge. And we think it's original, but it's actually all borrowed.
5: Yeah, there are some some, um, uh, artists nowadays that are super famous online that people think like, oh, they have such an original style. And then you go like in the 40s, 60s, and you see like painters or illustrator, and they used to have that specific style that people love. Like, um, like a couple of weeks ago, I was watching uh, Western Soda. Is an animation movie by Bruno Bozzetta. He's an Italian uh, director. And the style was so cool. But uh, nowadays, when you see like Chris Sasaki, you can feel like that kind of vibes in his works, so like.
3: Uh, mm-hmm. um, everyone has to be inspired by something. Yeah, even yeah, if you paint realistically, cool. you can
4: only. Fit, sorry, sorry.
3: No, I'm just saying that
5: it's cool, you know. <laughs> to bring uh, to bring something that you like uh, in the future, and. Yeah, we, we
4: paint. We, we can only paint. If, Imagine things that are a combination of the things we've seen, you know, mm-hmm. like try to imagine an animal that has absolutely nothing to do with anything you've ever seen. They're like, Oh, mm-hmm. well put a trunk on a dog. Well, you've seen a dog and you've seen an elephant with a trunk. Like even even that even that combination is not unoriginal, but if you use all your influ like influences and all your inspiration and all your personal thought, it can be this fantastic animal that you see in Star Wars and you can be like, Oh my god, this is fantastic. So like Chill,
0: it's okay. <laughs> cool. Um, we're almost out of time, so I just had one uh, final question, which is: if someone's happens to be sitting at home for the next few weeks, locked away, and they're desperate to become uh, a, a character designer, what would you recommend they they do tomorrow uh, to help push them in that direction?
4: Okay, first draw a pentagram on the floor uh, and take <laughs> lamb's blood <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> um sell your soul <laughs> <laughs> sell your soul on ebay um no i would say take up a project if you don't have any ideas like when you say like try to develop a project if you don't have any ideas you can uh take a story do a retelling of uh a uh, little red Riding Hood. it's it's okay but try to think but just think about it for a while a lot of us think about the things about design is sort of like thinking about things before you actually start doing it and you know think about it and then work on it but don't be afraid to make mistakes don't think that you're you're going to draw it and it's going to be good that's the opposite of what we're trying to do so like work on it for a while work very roughly on a story on a character on anything and work very roughly on it for like at least, like, for a week, you know, be very loose with it, da and, you know, after you, people always say, like, you have, uh, uh, you've seen all those memes with, like, a pen, and, like, this much of the ink is, like, bad drawings, and this, at the end, is, like, good work, so you have to use up all the bad, all the bad drawings first, and you start getting, that's why these challenges are great, like, Mermaid and Inktober, because the more you draw, the more your brain actually starts working, and then you... You first you do your um, muscle memory, you know your your little basic drawings that you always do, and then after a while you start, the juices start flowing, and you start to run out of ideas, and new ideas come in that place. To so take a project, absolutely any project doesn't need to be original at all, and sort of think about it, work on it, sketch it, put it in these positions, da 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 da, and like by the end maybe do a few like, rendered versions, final versions, but try to put it through all those technical things that we talked about. So, like, do all the exploration, do poses, do expressions, do, you know, make them one model, do, or don't make them one model, whatever. So, like, try to sort of go through the process, process of develop, developing a project, you know, like, try to really explore this world that you're creating and what makes it a world that's, interesting, and that someone would like to see, and that would, you know, make it stand out for whatever reason.
5: Yeah, yeah and, and I think, like, a uh, good advice is to don't be in your comfort zone, like, uh, that one is really important, because if you love your style, try to make something different, <laughs> and, um, and because if you, don't, if you didn't get a job until now, it means something. It means maybe your style is not mature enough. So that's why you need to explore something completely different. And then at the end, you will feel more comfortable in that. And you can, and you can put all your skills together to, to find something more charming. Like um, mm-hmm. for example, like uh, in, uh, in NC, the festival, every year I go, um every time the feedback change because i always apply what they're asking me to to do okay. and what they want in the studio so just uh, be brave and try different things uh, yeah. is, uh, cool. is my advice
4: oh so, sorry if i can yeah yeah <laughs> no for example Nicholas had confidence over here closer home because I love <laughs> fantasy, I read fantasy, I watch fantasy so naturally all my drawings, my personal work was fairy tales and the first feedback I got is like okay what, are we, what if we're doing a comedy, what if we're doing an, a superhero action thing and I'm like I love comedy, I love action, I love I love all these things, like, what if we're doing a scary spooky horror thing, like, I love all these things like yeah well show us. Yeah. No. We we, we want to see we want to see that because if we're doing a comedy and you have these beautiful elves in the woods, we, we we can't we can't work with it, we can't work of that. But if you have in your work, if you go out of your your initial comfort zone and you like try, start exploring different genres, <coughs> thinking of I want to be hireable and I want people who work on any project to see something like oh I can do that too, then.
1: Yeah, they'll
5: yeah. never take yeah. your word for it. <laughs> yeah,
1: and maybe and, you're. I'm reading uh, comedy. Yeah. I'm so funny. <laughs> they'll never listen. It has to
5: be proven. <laughs> and I think like uh, if you don't try, it, uh, you will never know if you are capable to do that. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you can say, oh, I'm, I love that, and then you never try, and you don't know. Maybe maybe it's not good when you do it, and you need to, and you need to become more mature in that.
0: Yeah. So I guess that means so tomorrow. Just try finding a, a story to retell it in a few different styles and try it with a few different genres to, to keep pushing your skills. Yeah. I'll, I'll get on that. Nine o'clock <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> also, if you guys have any
3: social media that you'd like uh, people to be aware of, you can make a shout-out now, and then I'm sure we can put in the description. Yes, of course. Yeah.
5: Like, uh, my Instagram account is NicolasOlivieri, or uh, Viron, Nicolas V I. Cool. Yeah, and usually I post there, and then if you want to see my portfolio, it's in the uh, description of my
3: account. Yeah, so if you guys want to have a look at like what his actual portfolio looks like, but then I think on Instagram you post more personal stuff. And, yeah. Because I think Instagram is a great place for artists to... Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a good community. Yeah. What about you, Tana? Uh,
1: I'm on teeny
4: tiny Tana on Instagram, <laughs> which is a nightmare to spell out. And everyone's like, <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> we'll put it um, in the description.
4: Yeah, portfolio <laughs> is also there. Uh, yeah, it's it's very useful to look at uh, other people's portfolios. I find because it's just like a little like you feel like a little spy, and you can just be like, oh, so this is what I should be. So you know, even yeah. if it's very different people, they all have different portfolios. It's a uh,
5: space And another thing, you don't need to be, you don't have, you don't have to have a lot of followers on Instagram, but just have the good one. <laughs> Because
0: yeah <laughs> yeah quality not quantity
5: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so don't be don't be scared of people having like a free thirty thousand followers because it's not the important thing no the
3: um the algorithm of 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 that is basically cats are number one yeah. and, <laughs> and my, friend, my friend went out of his way to prove it he literally just uh created an account and put like a, a tiny amount of a promotion and w- jumped overnight into the, into the thousands of followers, simply because you cat posts. So you can so, get loads of
0: cat followers, but not many recruiters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: so, yeah. Just um, good quality, posts, uh, genuine, I think are more important. And- yeah.
5: Yeah.
4: Cause the things that may give you popularity may not give you, uh, may, good may job. not be, uh, uh, the most employable qualities.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much, Nicholas and Tenner. Uh, there's there's loads more questions we could have asked, uh, but thank <laughs> you. And I really hope that's um, been useful for people who are itching to do jobs like uh, you both are doing. So cheers for that. And and of course, cheers to Grace, Katie and Bader as well. And just to add, there's loads more podcasts we've got here all about recruitment, portfolio advice from all the from recruiters at all the, all the studios. So go and search them out and also, uh, have a look on our uh, our new website beta.anemdojo.com, which uh, is full of live streams and challenges and exercises. Uh, with we're adding more kind of job disciplines as we go as well. So take a look at that. But I think that's all for this um, podcast. So again, thanks to everyone for uh, joining in it and thanks for listening. Until next time. See you
5: later. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Bye.